0: On the word podcast. Uh, I just looked up and saw my battery sort of dying, so this may be a little quicker than normal. Uh, thought I had it plugged in. I guess the power strip wasn't turned on. Uh, that a preach right there when you think about it. Yeah, a lot of people think they're actually plugged in. Uh, but they're powerless. <laughs> anyway, I thank you again for joining with me. We're continuing through uh, 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy. And I want to back up and read the three four verses we looked at in the last episode because they set us up for what we're looking at today. And this is 1 Timothy chapter 2. And you know what? We might as well get start with the first verse. Okay. First of all, then, I urge that entreaties and prayers and petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men. For kings and all who are in authority so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity this is good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth for there is one god and one mediator also between god and man the man christ jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all, the testimony given at the proper time. So we've covered those verses in the previous two or three episodes. The reason I wanted to read them again is because in verse 7, the first word says, for this, and we need to read the word with an understanding, need to pay attention to what's going on and not just flippantly fly through the words. When it says for this, we need to immediately think, well, for what? Well, for what we just read right here, what the Lord has done, that he's one God, one mediator between us and God is the Lord Jesus Christ, and that Jesus gave himself as a ransom and that he's a testimony and that this was done at the proper time. So Paul is saying for this, for this reason, for all this, I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. And then he says parenthetically. I am telling the truth, I am not lying, parenthesis closed, as a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. (laughs) Now, that's verse 7. Let me read it again. For this I was appointed a preacher and an apostle, I'm telling the truth, I'm not lying, as a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. So, we learn some more things about Paul, and we've been learning things about him. In his letters, you'll always see that he has a greeting at the beginning. And even in those greetings, we see things. Okay, You find out that he is an apostle. Like in Second Timothy, the first verse, first chapter, you find out that he uh, is an apostle by the will of God. By the will of God. And so you pay attention to these things. Where here you find out that he was appointed. Okay, He was appointed a preacher. And you know, when we say preacher... Uh, We have a certain thought, a certain idea, a certain thing, and a lot of these uh, associations are incorrect, okay? And we would do well to uh, give heed to what the Scripture says and really the uh, understanding of what those words mean out of the original languages and uh, out of the Scripture. For instance, I was appointed a preacher. That word for preacher means a herald, one who proclaims something. Okay, and you say, "Well, that's basically what I thought a preacher means." Well, that's great. That's great. But all too often, the people in nowadays, particularly in Western world, think of the preacher as being the pastor as being like the CEO of this organization, and that's totally not true. Okay, there's also the thing of that he says, "I'm a herald of this. I'm a proclaimer of this." Okay, and uh, an apostle, apostle. That word simply means a messenger, one sent with a message particularly one sent on a mission. And a lot of times people say, well, when you see the Scripture, they only went into areas where the, uh, the gospel never had been before. Well, no, not exactly. And the reason people try to explain in that kind of detail is they try to give understanding and explain away the need for apostles today. They can't handle that apostle thing and that prophet thing. And I dare say that uh, most of the churches that most of us are out of, probably, (laughs) I'm saying probably, maybe, right, will sit there and say, oh, well, that was for the first century and back then, but it's really not for us now. Well, what in the world do they base that on? And uh, and there's all these books that are written written and all these great teachers and these great preachers who believe this, and they're wrong. And Ephesians 4 reveals that they're wrong. Because in Ephesians 4, it says that God has given gifted individuals, apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, pastors, and teachers, and that those are given for the building up of the body of Christ and the equipping of the saints for the work of the service of the kingdom. How long will that take place? Until we have reached the fullness of of, uh, all that God has for us, the fullness of Christ. Have we reached that yet? No, we haven't. We haven't reached that yet because you see what happens within the body and the sin is within the body. But then people come along and say, well, we don't need these first two right here. We're fine with just three of them. So we're basically a five-cylinder engine functioning on three cylinders, right? And that, that's the state of affairs. And so uh, that is absolutely incorrect. Paul says, I was called as a herald and as one of sin as a messenger. But then he says this, I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying. Well, why in the world? Is Paul acted all defensive here? Paul doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that is defensive for himself, you know, and he's not. But he speaks the truth. He speaks the truth. So apparently there was uh, something going on uh, uh, at Ephesus where Timothy was. There was something that was happening around there where Paul's uh, truthfulness was being drawn into question, particularly related to the uh, call and the role of the apostle. Uh, Paul was not saying that he was one of the 12. Paul wasn't saying that, well, it should have been me and not Matthias. No, he wasn't saying that at all. But he was telling them that I've been called and I am an apostle. And you see in Galatians that he says, I'm equal with them. I'm of the same line that they are. And that's absolutely true. He, he was equal with them, but there is a particular role and a functioning of the twelve, there's no doubt, because of what we see in the way that it's handled in the Scripture, particularly in Revelation. So, I think he was saying something about that to those that were questioning who he is. And then he just says, forthright, I am not lying. Huh. Sounds to me like somebody was accusing him of lying. So, let's just set aside that parenthetical phrase, and let me read it again without it, and listen to what he says. For this I was appointed, a preacher and an apostle, as a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. You know, Paul really had a broken heart for his people, the Jewish people. Boy, you see that in all of his writings, but particularly Romans 19 and 11. And he wanted to go to his people. And he did go to his people, but God told him that you're going to be going to the Gentiles. And when he would go into a city, a Gentile city, he would first go to the synagogue and share with the Jews, but he knew that he was called and sent, and he went all over the Mediterranean basin, sent to the Gentiles, and he was a teacher of these Gentiles, and he taught them in faith and in truth. What did he teach them about? He taught them about faith and truth. So, Paul is letting Timothy know, and, and, we, and you're going to see this later on in 2 Timothy, uh, the dynamics that were happening. having. We'll see it here in 1 Timothy 2. He's telling them, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of me. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed when people say these kind of things about us and point things and say, well, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. No. God appointed me a preacher. He appointed me an apostle. He sent me to be a teacher to the Gentiles, to teach them in faith, to teach them in truth, to teach them about faith, and to teach them about truth. It begs the question, what are we called to do individually? Seek the Lord. He'll guide you and he'll tell you. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you again later. Goodbye.